0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. <coughs> Did you know that the prayer of a righteous man or a woman has great power in its effects? Do you believe that the prayer of a righteous man or woman has great power in its effects? Well, it's the truth. And we know it's the truth because the Bible tells us so. And specifically, I'm referring to our passage this morning from St. James. It's all about prayer. And it's obvious that St. James very badly wants us to believe what he has to say about prayer. That we should pray in all circumstances, for better, for worse, in sickness and in health, when we prosper and when we falter. James calls us to pray. And James uses in this passage, Elijah, to illustrate this. Elijah goes all the way back to the reign of the wicked king Ahab, who was married to the mean as a hornet, wicked Jane, Jezebel. (laughs) Glad Jane was at the nine and not here. it. To the mean as a hornet, wicked Jezebel and Elijah, who was pointing to the one true God, as opposed to the God of the pagans, prayed that it would not rain. And the Lord heard his prayer and there was no dew on the ground. There was no rain for three and a half years. At the end of which time, Elijah said his prayers again and the heavens just opened up and the rain fell And the ground and the earth gave fruits of the spirit, fruits. And in this sermon, I want to talk first about what this passage does not say. Then a little bit about what it does say. uh, And then finally, where this leaves uh, you and me. And I'll begin via negativa. I'll begin with what this this passage does not say. James does not mean to say that we will always get exactly what we pray for. And aren't you glad? Because if God granted everything I'd ask him to do, I would be uh, really nervous. I wouldn't ask for much anything because I would be afraid that in the final analysis, I would be asking for something uh, that was not good. No, James does not portray God as a genie in a, in a bottle, a servant that is willing at our command uh, to grant us our wishes. And we might remember that St. Paul prayed fervently that this thorn that was in his side might be removed, uh, but the Lord did not answer his prayer in that way. And Saint Paul submitted to the greater wisdom uh, of the Lord. Furthermore, James does not mean to say that the efficacy of our prayer is determined by the strength of our faith, which is to say, a strong faith gets what it gets, great results, and a weak faith uh, gets uh, uh, falls short. Remember, again, in Mark's gospel, the man uh, with a sick son runs up to Jesus and said, "Uh, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. And yet, Jesus. Uh, did not hold his weak, ambiguous faith against him, and his son was healed. And so uh, my point is that James is not suggesting that the prayers of the righteous man or woman will always get exactly what he or she prays for, and neither is he suggesting that it's all a matter of how strong your faith is. So what does this passage teach? Uh, This says again, That the prayer of a righteous man or woman has great power. It doesn't say that the righteous man or woman has great power. But it is that the prayer of a righteous woman has great power in its effect. It is God who has the power. And scripture teaches us that the power of prayer is beyond human comprehension We human beings have great imaginations. We can think of many wonderful things that we want for our loved ones and things that we want for ourselves. But God's power is beyond what we can even imagine. And I think of the famous doxology in Ephesians where it is written, Now to him who by the power at work within us is able to do far more abundantly than we can either ask or think. To him be glory in the church and Jesus Christ to all generations forever and ever. Are you using this divine power made available to you? These days and times, there's a lot of talk about untapped resources. And we're reminded here in James passages that all too often prayer is like an untapped resource, like a common tract of land that hides rich deposits. Do you remember Beverly Hillbillies? Come and listen to a story about a man named Jed, a poor mountaineer, barely kept his family fed. Then one day he was shooting at some food and up through the ground came a bubbling crude, all that is, black gold, Texas tea. Next thing you know, old Jed's a millionaire. So they loaded up the truck and they moved to Beverly Hills, that is movie stars, swimming pools. Now, that's a, obviously a s- silly, very silly way of saying that all too often we fail to realize the incredible untapped resources made available to the righteous man or a woman who is on his or her need in fervent prayer. Now, having said all this, there's a problem, isn't it? I know it and you know it. There's this huge problem. And the problem can be referred to as the human condition. And Paul succinctly sums up the human conditions in Romans chapter chapter 3 verse 9. I charge that all men, both Jews and Greeks, are under the power of sin. And it is written, none is righteous. No, not one. So the prayer of a righteous man or woman has great power in its effect. The problem is, there's none that are righteous. No, not the first one. Let us then, in great reverence, humble the sinner and exalt the Savior. James' words about the prayers of the righteous send us scurrying to other places in the Scriptures. Places like Ephesians 4.24, where it is written, Therefore, put on the new nature created after the likeness of God and true righteousness and holiness. And there we see that the Christian man or the Christian woman is invited to put on, to be clothed in Christ's righteousness. To quote St. John, if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse us from what? All unrighteousness. The power of a righteous man, a woman has great power in its effects, but not your righteousness and not right. Not my righteousness would be the greatest joke of all, but the prayers of a man or woman who is washed in the Redeemer's blood, taking on the righteousness of Christ has great power. Yes, indeed. James used Elijah as an illustration of the righteous man, but it is important to notice But James says Elijah was, quote, a man of like nature with ourselves. There it is. Elijah could rise to great heights of faith and commitment. And Elijah could also fall to depths of despair and depression. Elijah, in a very cowardly way, he ran away from Jezebel's threat. Yet even in his depression, he prayed. And anyone who's been depressed can marvel at that. Elijah, we are told here, was an ordinary human being. But faith but faith was alive in his work and in his life. And it was reckoned to him. It was attributed to him as righteousness. And so despite having failures just like you and me, Elijah prayed and the righteousness which was bestowed upon him and God did things and, th- and his prayers were answered in a way that we know that only God could bring about. And so it's a very simple message this morning. The good news here is pretty obvious. I would think and that is simply that no matter how worthy we may feel, no matter how unrighteous we are, in fact, Jesus has us covered, not covered in the sense that our sins are swept under the proverbial rug, but covered in the sense that he has paid the debt that covers our debt. And therefore, we are declared righteous. This is such a marvelous, extraordinary verse of Scripture. The power of a righteous man or woman has great power in its effects. But brothers and sisters in Christ, this is not for the very extraordinary people. Who are beyond the reach of an ordinary sinner. People like you and me. James is in fact writing to very ordinary people. Who have fled to Jesus. For cleansing. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Any cheerful? Let her pray. Whatever your personal circumstances. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Because we know. Because we are certain that the prayer of a man or woman who has fled to Jesus Christ has great power in its effect. May God draw reluctant hearts and now give doubting souls courage to believe this for Jesus' sake. Amen.